Welcome into the Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Borowski, joined here alongside my co-host Brian Sternberg. On this episode, we are fortunate to have on Tennessee State wide receiver Chris Rowland. Chris is in his senior year and is one of the top wide receivers in the country. Chris, thanks for joining us on the podcast. No problem, guys. Thanks for having me. Chris, to start, you're at Tennessee State, which is on the smaller side of schools, but we've seen you produce putting up tremendous numbers in the Ohio Valley Conference. So let us know, how did you end up playing for the Tigers? Well, first off, I wasn't uh, recruited heavily in high school. You know, um, my size and frame was always, you know, a question with most um, schools. And so I was, you know, very looked over coming out. Um, I didn't run, I didn't have a blazing 40 at all. I think I ran sub four or five coming out of high school. So I was real easy overlooked and, you know, all I needed was one school to give me a chance and Tennessee state happened to be that school that believed in me. So, you know, I took the time to go here with my parents and not walk on at any other, you know, bigger school and just took a leap of faith and just went for it. man. This being your senior year, Chris, uh, with the NFL in sight, how have you trained differently knowing that it is your senior year? Man, uh, I have, Countless hours would put in the summer. Um, one thing I do like to pride myself on is being in shape is one thing that I really do pride myself on uh, before the season starts. I like to, you know, almost kind of sort of break my body down, so to speak, in the summer, you know, you know, get the pounding out so my body will be able to take the pounding during the season and be ready. And just, you know, more, a lot of, you know, resistance training is one thing because, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm a very small guy and, you know, one thing teams are going to expect out of me is to be faster. So that's one thing I've worked on all summer long, especially with the NFL in sight. Just speed is just the main question and focus of right now. Also, since we're talking about senior season, you're one of the leaders of this team, leaders of this wide receiver group. How have you taken on a leadership role this season? Um, That's one thing uh, that my coach, came to me before the season started, you know, Guys are going to uh, start to look to me just because, you know, I'm making plays on the field. But one thing he I pride myself on is leading off the field also in school, you know. Um, but I've taken the role on. Uh, I feel like, you know, I'm a guy you can look to. And when there's a play to be made, I feel like leaning on, you can lean on me to make that play. And so just being in that leadership role, I feel like there's no pressure at all, you know. But just trying to do the right, be able to stay steady and do the right thing, man. That's all you can really do in that leadership role. Chris, what is it like playing under Coach Rod Reed? And can you describe your relationship with him? Um, it's uh, good playing under Coach Rod Reed. You know, he's a, also not just, you know, a head coach, but he's also a good friend of mine, you know. But uh, playing under him, he's, he, he's, he coaches hard day in and day out. His man literally does not rest. I don't even think he goes home <laughs> throughout the week. You know, he's always in the office watching film, which is, you know, one thing that I take up to my head coach. You know, I, I'm a worker. You know, so and that's what he's kind of produced around here uh, at Tennessee State. He wants guys to come in and work. And that's, you know, something I can say that I've truly learned from uh, Coach Reed is, you know, it, it takes work to get to where you want to go. And so that's one thing that I've noticed about him that he really prides himself on. And Chris, we know it hasn't been the best start to the season, but at Tennessee State, you guys do have a lot of talent. How do you feel you guys can rebound and win the Ohio Valley Conference? Um, right now, you know, just we're, we're very close. We're very close to putting together, you know, just 
a, a complete game. There's just been some incomplete games that we played over the course of these past four weeks. And, you know, whether you know the offense is showing up for a game, the defense hasn't shown up for the game or vice versa. But we're very close. You know, things have not gone our way, as you can see, based on our record. But there's so much talent on this team. And, you know, we just – I think we just got a rally, to be honest with you. And, you know, guys are working hard. You know, this week of practice ahead is not going to be an easy week for us. You know, they're going to push us as hard as they can. And that's, you know, all you can do with you. are on a four-game losing streak, but that's that's nothing that's going to, you know, knock us off our, you know, our, our game right now. We're going to come out and continue to practice hard, as, you know, as we always do. But this time we just got to keep pushing. Chris, you mentioned earlier that one of your obstacles coming out of high school was your height and your speed. Do you have any other uh, obstacle in your football career? How are you able to overcome it? Honestly, from what the pros guys say also, my catch radius hasn't been very big, which, you know, you you really can't argue, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say argue, you can't argue with it, but that's one obstacle that has been, you know, thrown my way, you know, can he make the the big, you know, the hard catch? And honestly, uh, to to be real, I, I can, I believe I can. That's one obstacle that I feel like I can't overcome. You know, I've caught every ball that's come my way this season. I've dropped one or two passes, but I'm not, you know, but overall I've caught 50 balls this season in five games. And I feel like, you know, with a catch radius, shouldn't be something you should be able to worry about if you're going to, you know what I'm saying, catching every ball that comes your way. So that's how I, that's, I feel like that's one obstacle that I feel like I've been overcoming this past, over the course of this season. Chris, we've we've definitely seen you produce throughout your career, and especially this year, fifty catches in five games. It's nothing to not be proud of. And early on in your career, you contributed as well. Did you expect to have a role on the team as a freshman in the way you did? Yeah, special teams. Uh, I expected that coming in. You know, uh, I I take pride in special teams um, and everything. I do whatever team they put me on. That's 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 a way to make it in and. You know, playing special teams is also a very important part of the game. You know, games are won and lost in a kicking game. And many explosive plays are made. And I felt like that's one of the places that I could showcase my talent, not just at the receiver standpoint, but on the special team standpoint. And I didn't, you know, it wasn't my thought to produce, you know, an All-American season. That special team, that was never my thought. I was, you know, I was out there trying to make a play. I didn't even know anything about that my freshman year, you know, All-American, All-Conference. I wouldn't even think about that. I was just out there trying to make a play. but. I'm just glad, you know, uh, I was able to be in that situation that God put me in. And, you know, I was able to come out and produce, you know, one of the best special team seasons uh, Tennessee State has ever seen. So I can only be thankful for that. Not many players can say that they have a sibling that plays on the same team as them at the same time. So what is it like having your brother Seth on the team as well? Um, it's, it's I ain't gonna lie, it's pretty normal to me. You know, we've we played together all our lives, you know, um, from peewee to middle school to high school, which, you know, to me, it was nothing new. You know, everybody asked that same question, you know, is it, is it surprising? Nah, my brother's been with me my whole life. So it's just, but it is cool though, at the college level, now that I look around, you know, not many siblings are playing together on the same team and, and, and dominating their, you know, their field of play. So, you know, I would say it's a very special thing to have my older brother here with me. And like I said before, I can't, I'm just grateful that he's here and he's having an opportunity to showcase his talent as well. So, you know, I can only thank God, man. And Chris, with having Seth, have you guys been able to help each other throughout your 
careers and like help your development, play style, things of that nature? Absolutely. You know, um, what's up being a running back and me being a receiver, we've uh, been able to help each other out with, you know, both our games, you know, whether, you know, Seth, you know, lines up at a receiver, you know, how to run routes, you know, I'm always there to help him. You know, uh, when the team wants to use me at running back, put me in the backfield, my brother will help me read, you know, kind of sort of help me read out blocks, little stuff like that, you know, don't take such big steps when you read, just little things like that that he throws out there hints that really helps me a lot. And um, I've been very appreciative of him for that as well. Talking about relationships, how important is it for you to have a strong relationship with the other receivers? Um, it's very important, I would say. You know, you can't just be a guy out here critiquing each and every one of your receivers and not have any type of relationships because guys respond different, differently to different people. Um, you get what I'm saying? So, but having a good relationship with the receivers is always good, you know, because you can't have a guy, you want the guy next to you, you know what I'm saying, thinking about you, putting it all out on you, and compared to a guy that doesn't, you know, have a good relationship with you, he's not going to put himself out there for you. So, especially with a guy like me, I run a lot of bubbles and stuff, you know. And yeah, I don't have trust issues with my receivers because um, I have a good relationship with them and I know they're going to do their thing and protect me. So, having a relation, a strong relationship or bond with your, you know, your receivers is a very important thing in my opinion. Because, you know, you guys have to rely on each other each and every day and throughout the games especially. And I get you out there free killed on blocks and stuff. Chris, in addition to playing receiver, you've also contributed as a punt returner. Do you think playing the receiver position has helped you uh, in your area of special teams? Absolutely. Um, especially with the versatility part, you know, catching catching punts almost comes naturally um, with me being a receiver. But I would like first, I'd like to say, though, I'm a receiver first, then a punt returner. Today. Most people get it mixed up. I think I'm a punt returner that can play receiver. But I've always been a receiver that can play punt returner. It's like I said before, it comes. I feel like it comes naturally to me, especially, you know, uh, with the quick twitch right off the catch, you know, making a defender miss. It's kind of similar to receiving a bubble, kind of, if you get what I'm saying. But I feel like that's contributed heavily, just with the whole catching, you know, it coming naturally. Chris, even though you guys lost to Middle Tennessee, you, you put up <laughs> some really big numbers. Uh, you caught 11 uh, passes for over 200 yards, and you added two touchdowns. How did that game give you confidence and momentum to carry on throughout the rest of the season? One reason, uh, coming into that game, the MTSU game, I had a, a chip on my shoulder coming into that game. MTSU was a school that, you know, that was right down the street from my high school, and they, you know, never once paid a visit to, uh, to my school. Plus, my, my oldest brother, Tony Rowe, he also was on the football team there. And, you know, they never once gave me a call. So, you know, I felt some type of way coming into that game. I just had a – I always play with a chip on my shoulder, but this chip was a little bigger than others. So, just coming to that game, I just wanted to just make them pay for, you know, how they looked over me like every other school, which I come out and do each week is try to make things pay for, you know, looking out, looking over me. But it's given me um, a lot of confidence. I feel as though I can play – if I can play with these guys, you know, what, what can, you know – defenses in the OVC have against me, well, I'm not which I'm not taking anything away from any of those guys, but that's just how I feel coming into uh, conference play. So, but having that has uh, given me a, given me a major confidence boost coming in uh, to the season. I feel like, you know, not really any DB, you know, in the conference or FCS can really hang with me. 
And with that, we know you've had a ton of success. Would you say there's one defense that has stood out to you as being the toughest you've had to face in your collegiate career so far? This coming week, actually, um, we played Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State has given me fits the past two years I've played them. Um, every time I play them, I've always had a burn in my gut because I haven't been able to play well against them. I'm just having a feeling I can chat. Oh, looking to change that this uh, this week, actually, man. So just looking forward to that game. Who has been the biggest influence in your life? Um, the biggest influence in my life? Um, definitely both my parents. The, my parents, um, I, like I said, I, my parents gave me everything I've, I've wanted in my life. I, I don't come from a, a rough background or anything of that nature. Um, they provided for me and just, you know, my father instilled a workman's attitude in me at a young age. And just he taught me how to work. Just whatever you want in life, you got to work for and you got to grind out. So I would say my uh, father and my mother have probably been the biggest influence in my life so far. And Chris, being it's your senior year, the NFL in sight, what would you want GMs or scouts to know about Chris as the player? What I want GMs and scouts to know is that, you know, you're not you're not making a mistake by choosing me. I'm gonna come in and work in work day in and day out, um, on my craft and gonna do whatever I can to make the team better. And that you got a guy that's gonna show up every day and work his ass off. Oh, excuse me, <laughs> work his butt off. And just, you know, you know, just come in to make the team better overall. And I feel like I contribute from day one. That's how I feel. And you're just not making a mistake going with me. Chris, um, are there any players or teams that you're looking forward to playing against at the next level? Uh, I haven't gotten that far, man. I've been – there's one thing I do I would like to play against. I'm a Titans fan. I would like to play against the Jaguars. Um, Jalen Ramsey as a guy, especially being from uh, – he's, he's from Nashville. Uh, you know, he's a guy I grew up around. You know, we played with the same uh, rec, the same rec ball team. So, playing against Jacksonville Jaguars against Jalen Ramsey would be, you know, something I think would be pretty cool. Being that the NFL is such an important part about every footballer's life, was there a player that you have emulated your game somewhat after throughout your career? One, uh, I actually I emulated my game. I looked at at a couple guys, but one guy I do like to. Uh, you really look at a lot would be Jarvis Landry. You know, um, he wasn't the fastest guy or the uh, biggest, or, you know, he, um, you know, runs the best routes. He was a guy that came in and worked his butt off. And he, you see what the stuff he's produced. He, he didn't have the fastest time at the combine. I think Jarvis ran like a four seven or four six. I don't know. But one guy that's, that I like to watch was him. Cause he, he knows he's a guy that just knows how to work. And, that's really what it's all about, man. The next level is when, when you get there is what you're going to do, not what you do before that. And uh, probably Edelman. Edelman's a guy I like to study, you know, his routes, you know, his, his slipperiness. So that's one guy I do like to watch and see if I can, you know, emulate some of that play style and put it into mind. Uh, Chris, so far in your uh, collegiate career, do you have a favorite memory? Favorite memory, I probably I'm gonna go. I'm gonna tell you my favorite memory in a game would probably be my favorite memory. This uh, this from two years ago, my sophomore year when we played Georgia State. Um, my brother, I think uh, he rushed for over 100 yards in his first actual college career game playing running back and scored the first touchdown in uh, their new uh, I forget Georgia State. I think it was called Turner Field, their new stadium, and we had defeated uh, FBS Georgia State that year. 
And that was probably one of my favorite memories, just watching him run all over Georgia State. We know you said, Chris, your receiver first. Do you have a favorite position, whether it be the X, Z, or the slot that you like to play? Um, Predominantly, I, mean, I like to play inside. But, you know, if you want to put me outside, I'm, I for sure will play it. But I like being inside, you know. Guys going up against uh, in the inside, most guys are afraid to come down and press. So having free releases off the ball, you know, you know I got no problem with that. But um, I have no problem getting off uh, presses or anything. I'm just – I would probably, that's why I like the inside the slot, because, you know, free releases, easy access to getting off the line. So, If you could be trained by one player currently in the NFL or retired, who would it be and why? One player. That was a good question. <laughs> um, I, I'd probably go with uh, Julian Edelman. Yeah, Julian Edelman is a guy that, uh, doesn't have the best routes, but his savviness and IQ for the game is very high. And I feel like he'd have some very important tips and little, you know, uh, you know, hints to the game that I feel like they could take my game to the next level. So he would be a guy that I like to train and study under if I could choose one guy. That's definitely a good guy to choose. He's been a contributor with the Patriots Super Bowl run for a really long time. And with the NFL, we know there's the agent process. Have you started that? And will there be anyone helping you with that process? You know, I've had, uh, looked around at it. I haven't really gotten too far into it. Um, I was really going to wait till after the season. But, um, yes, my family is going to be helping me with it. Um, help me choose the right guy. My oldest brother, uh, Tony Rowland, he's uh, going to help me handle most of that stuff with that. So, I haven't really gotten too far into it yet. I've really just been trying to focus on the season right now. And just, you know, when that time comes, that time comes. You know what I'm saying? Chris, for the last question, for any rising high school football player, what is one piece of advice that you could give to them? Trust the process. That would be my piece of advice to most uh, incoming guys coming in. You can be, you know, this and that in high school and come in and, you know, not play at all. You know what I'm saying? So that would be the biggest piece of advice, just to trust the process, man. Buy into what your coaches and you know are saying. Buy into the team. Buy into the, you know, the weight room. Don't, don't absolutely. That's one thing I also do pride myself. Just stay in the weight room, man. Your weight room's gonna be your best friend in college. So that's my piece of advice. That was Chris Rowland from. Tennessee State, we really appreciate your time and good luck the rest of the way. Thank you for having me.